We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. If you're new here, this is a podcast geared towards women who want to feel healthy, look good, and stay organized. We tend to lean a little bit crunchy, but want to stay modern and pulled together at the same time. We talk a lot about planning, beauty, wellness, hobbies, and everything in between. We're real women doing our best to live well anyway in the midst of life's chaos. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I have my good friend Katie Duckett on the show, and we are talking about how to get through when the rug gets ripped out from under you or when hard things happen and you really have to grapple with those things and maybe even deal with a little bit of survival mode or a lot of bit of survival mode and how to get through those things well and not have it take you under forever. I think that I've had a lot of practice and recently, just even in this last week, I've had a lot of things happen that have made life really difficult again. And it can be really difficult to wade through those things and know how to get through them. But I think that Katie and I have found a lot of helpful tips over the years that have made them at least a little bit better during these times and what we cling to and how we change our perspective. So this episode is filled with everything from from the practical things to the mindset kinds of things and the sleep things, the self-care things, kind of everything in between. So I hope this is a beneficial episode to any of you who find yourself in those kinds of situations. And if we're being honest, I think that we all do from time to time. We all go through different things. Yours might not be the same as mine, but we all face hard situations where it can just be hard to want to get up in the morning. And these are the things that we have learned to help those days be a little bit better, those days, those weeks, those years, whatever they are, um, just to make it a little bit easier and realistic, I would say, for how to wade through them. But before we get to the episode, I would absolutely love if you would head over and become a subscriber to my newsletter, which you can find at mckenziecoppacom slash news. I would just love for you to get in there with us because it has been one of my favorite places to show up so far this year. I have really loved kind of exercising my writing muscles again and throwing out some fun content there that I don't throw out any other place. We talk a lot about planning. We hit on beauty stuff. I talk about the Oscars. I talk about my reading life. I kind of talk about all the things, but it's just a really fun, concentrated place to get all that information, to stay on top of what is happening with the Live Well Anyway community and all of the content that I am putting out. Pretty soon, we've got some pretty big changes, I feel like, that are going to be coming to Patreon, and that'll be the first place that I announce those. And so if you want to stay on top of all of that stuff and get some fun content that isn't delivered anywhere else, you're going to want to head over to mckenziecoppacom slash news and get on the newsletter. Also, if you want to find another way to get on the newsletter and get a little freebie in return, you can head over to mckenziecoppacom slash skin and 
and that will get you my free PDF that talks all about skincare. So it is pages upon pages of what your morning routine should look like, what your evening routine should look like, price ranges of different products for all of the different categories of things that you can be looking for. So things that you are going to get from Target that are going to be clean and good for you, or even things that are a little bit more high end, but are going to deliver, you know, a different set of ingredients. So I've got all of those things laid out in this PDF that you can get by going to mckenziecoppa.com slash skin. Okay, I also need to make a quick mention of something that is very disappointing. As I got into editing this episode, I realized that my computer chose to not utilize my normal podcasting microphone and only use the audio from my computer. I am so sorry for the sound quality on this episode. It is incredibly disappointing. And to make matters worse, we recorded two back-to-back episodes without realizing that this was the case. So this week and next week are, yeah, I'm so sorry. We will be back to normal in the weeks following. Bear with me. I hope you can still get a lot out of this episode and my greatest apologies that the audio quality was not what we would normally want it to be. All right, without further ado, here is this episode with me and Katie Duckett. Hello, Katie. Hi. Okay, so it's a bit of a surprise to have Katie on the show today. <laughs> and I almost feel like I I did it I was like let put me on yeah I know you're I even put my video on (laughs) yeah she did she was like raring to go we never record with video which is partially a podcasting choice because I feel like people don't communicate as well on audio if they have the crutch of video to rely on also my computer is like way too old to deal with that much input at the same time so it sounds mm. like an airplane, like trying to take off if I try to record with video. Um, but but yeah, you were raring to go today. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't on purpose. But I just thought it coincided <laughs> nicely that like yeah. I said, let's do this, and then I came yeah. boldly. Well, and I think we're kind of going to go. I was going to do a solo show, and I was going to have Katie on again next week anyway. And so we decided, like, why don't we just kind of like combine and make it a two part thing. Because we both have taken some knocks lately. Like, it's just, it, things have just been a little harder, a little bit more survival modey. And so we thought, like, let's come on, talk about some of that hard stuff. Like, we get real on this show a lot. And what we're doing and what we've learned to do, because I think that you and I, over the course of our friendship, and especially in the last five years, I've had a lot of practice with getting through some really rough times. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I feel like we've, we've developed like, not that the hard times aren't hard, but I feel like we're able to maybe weather survival mode a little bit better or have mm-hmm. some like tips or tricks of like how we get through it. So that you can come out the other side and not just stay down and, and be able Mm -hmm. because there has to be an end to the survival mode at some point and you have to like get back up and work through that stuff. And so I think we've done a good job of of figuring that out and troubleshooting some things over the years. So, yeah, 
Yeah. And I feel prepared to like be really vulnerable because I had like yesterday was super hard. And so the process that I am putting myself through today, they really are anchors in my life. This is yeah. like real time, I guess I'm yeah. saying like, so yeah. it just, it felt, it felt, um, apropos, but also like kind of vulnerable and personal of like, no, this is literally what I'm doing to get through it because it was, it's hard right now, currently. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have had a lot blow up in the past week as well. So let's talk about your heart. Are or just what yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that we could just like a little bit if you want to, otherwise I can cut this part out. Well, I am ready to come on here and throw hands. Bare your soul. <laughs> I'm mad <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> well, the thing that is hard for me, it really isn't about me. So I want to be like careful. Yes. It's one of my kids. And so when yes. one of my kids is going through a hard time, it means I'm going through a hard yes. time. Yes. And they've um, experienced an injustice. Yeah. An injustice, a clear injustice. And they're hurt. And mm-hmm. it's not right. And I want to fix it. And I can't. Yeah. And nothing hurts me. I would take it all. I would literally yeah. take it all yeah. to spare them. But I can't. And, yeah. um, and it just, it brings out a different side of, well, A, anger. And, like, yeah. I feel angry that there is something hurting my child or someone hurting my child. Like, I'm angry that... Uh, that we're, we're in this position that we have trusted mm-hmm. people to um, lead and guide well. And then they don't like it's tough. Yeah. Really yeah. tough. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. That- well, and it, I mean, I just, I want to piggyback off of that, that I mean, in a, it's a very different situation that I'm dealing with, but it's also that feeling of injustice for your children and your children yeah. being hurt and not, really having a whole lot of control over that. And that, you know, in my situation then spirals into a lot of other things and potential court and money and, you know, all of that. But, um, but still at the heart of it, it's just like that, that frustration for your kids when you see them hurting and uh, sort of unprotected and vulnerable and that injustice being served. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm wrestling with is that, well, I'm letting go. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to hold on tight and be so consumed with the fact that this is wrong and this isn't fair that I don't have perspective because it's so easy just to go into that mode. And then I, I feel a little bitter. Yeah. I'm just angry and bitter and I stay there for a while until it eases up. But I never really dealt with the issue in my heart. Yeah, And there are heart issues that, that have to be kind of rooted out. And this child that I'm talking about is doing very well. Yeah. Um, very mature perspective, handling it really well. More worried about me than I sh- I am about them, which it shouldn't be like that. But that's, yeah. you know, to see that is very encouraging that um, they're okay. And yeah. so this thing that is like I'm letting fester and become like this thorn I've got to deal with it. I've got to deal with it. And I don't, do you want to get into like how we're dealing with it? Or am I saying enough and now you want to talk about like your. Um, yeah. I mean, I get, we can, I, 
I mean, I want to say, I want to help you deal with it. I want to talk to some people. I, wanna... <laughs> I know. I know. But, but I think that's part of us dealing with it. Like, I guess the first thing I could say, because I have a whole list of things that I feel like are really helpful when we're in these sort of down times or whatever. But I know that as my family's injustice and frustration has happened over the last week, you're the first one to jump in and be like, that is wrong. It's not right. That's not who you are. That's not what they should have to deal with. Like this is, you know, this is messed up. And then I was able to reciprocate that to you, which I feel like I have a lot less opportunities to do. But it was like, when you feel like you have somebody just totally on your side like that, who's like ready to do battle with you and it feels that injustice with you. It's so helpful. It is so helpful. That was very ministering because I was like, I think I even said to you, I either could scream or cry. Like I could go either way and you're like, do both. And then throw some plates. Yes. (laughs) I literally, you guys will probably be seeing this on Instagram or YouTube in the next week, but I literally have an idea for a short or a reel, whatever where it looks like I'm going to do a craft project from the dollar store, (laughs) but I'm actually buying plates and mugs to smash them in my garage. (laughs) So I think I can get Roman on board with me to help me film it this weekend. Absolutely. I mean, there's something so validating about that, that this is wrong. And like, you want to act. And so to have somebody come alongside me like, this is wrong. Let's, let's do this. (laughs) Yes. No, it really does help. And it, I mean, you made me laugh and I, it just it really helped. Good. But you, I mean, it's just, I think you offer that to me like all that time, all the time, just the, that unwavering support and reassurance and like, yeah, no, that's not right. That shouldn't be happening to you. And sometimes like, I think we get it so wrong, especially I think especially within Christian circles when people are like, well, there's got to be a reason and God, you know, is going to work something through this and all things work out for the good of those who love him. And sometimes you are just like, can you not with that right now? Like, just be mad with me. Just tell me, yeah, like this sucks. This is wrong. I'll get there. I will get to that place, but we're not there right now. Like you're supposed to sit with people in their you know, put the ashes on your head too. Don't, don't come at me with your high and mighty, whatever, you know, and yeah. there it, just timing. it's just bad timing. Yeah. I think it helps you to get out of that place faster when people can validate what you're feeling. Right. If you have to continuously justify why you're mm-hmm. upset or if that person's playing devil's advocate or anything like that, it's harder to get there because you're defending yourself. Yeah. You're defending your anger versus if you can just go ahead and get out all the anger. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. All right. You know that maybe that was a little over. Maybe I overblew it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you see it too. You see what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. Yes. yes I'm <laughs> so, not alone. I'm not crazy. This yeah. really is wrong. But I think that also in that piece, like, when you're in these survival mode things, when something blows up in your life and you find yourself here again, and we all have those things, it can be any variety of things. It doesn't have to be like my level of divorce and court and, you know, like all that stuff. It can be anything like there's so we all go through stuff and we all have those times when we need to just kind of simplify and get down to the bare basics because it's, it can become too much. 
And I think as we're talking about this support sort of um, area, like having that solidarity of someone who can really emotionally support you through that time is so critical. And it's also critical to have people who can step alongside you to do the physical practical support kinds of things. Like I needed people who could watch my kids this past weekend and, you know, like step up in those kinds of ways. And sometimes those aren't the same people. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. sometimes one person can't do both. Some people are better at the practical. Some people are better at the emotional. Some people can do both, but you have to know what you can expect from people but also have both of those pieces in place somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And know what you can give. Yeah. Know yeah. What you're yeah. And yeah. offer that when someone's hurting. And, you know, if my strength can't be in the practical, then make sure that the emotional is there or vice versa. Just yeah. be wise with your limitations, but be a good friend. Find a way to be a good friend and yeah, and step in where you can. Yeah. So know what you can expect and know what you can give to other people who are in that situation. And it may, it may not just be like, oh, I'm a person who can only give emotional support, or I'm a person who can only give practical support. It can change based on the season that you're in, you know, or the day that you're having, or, you know, like, and I think that that sort of ebb and flow should come naturally in a friendship. But I think it's really critical to have those kinds of support pieces when you're, you're in a really difficult spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, let's take a quick break to chat about one of our sponsors. And what I want to talk about today is candles. You know, I had mostly given up candles for a long time because I just couldn't find good, reliable, clean options that I know I could trust that weren't going to be pumping carcinogens into my home and a bunch of artificial fragrances that were going to disrupt our hormones and all of that. And so I largely just gave up candles, even though I really love candles. And so that is one of the reasons I was so excited to find Fontana Candle Company. Oh my goodness. You guys, I don't have to worry about any of that junk that is in normal candles anymore. Those synthetic fragrances that contain up to 3,000 different chemicals that are endocrine disruptors and respiratory irritants. It's not that way with Fontana Candles because they are 100% natural and independently certified non-toxic candles, wax melts, and room sprays. Plus, this is a side note, they didn't even tell me to talk about this one, but their bath salts are glorious. Oh my word. I have been using their lavender bath salts. If you guys follow me for a while, you know I love a bath. I take a bath almost every single night, and their bath salts have like actual lavender in them and coconut oil, and they are just luscious and amazing. Love the bath salts. But back to the candles, they're awesome. They use only pure beeswax, coconut oil, and essential oils in their candles. And they put all of their ingredients right on the label so you know exactly what you're getting, exactly what you're burning. They have wooden wicks, which I love. You can actually like hear them crackle in your house. Oh, they're so good. Fontana was the first candle to be certified non-toxic by Made Safe. And I love that they have so many different scents. I have been using their cinnamon orange clove lately, but they have a whole plethora of scents to be able to try. I can't wait to try more of them because they just fill your 
house with such amazing fragrance and it's all super clean. You can discover your favorite non-toxic scent by heading over to their website today. Just go to fontanacandlecompany.com and use my code LIVEWELL for 15% off your order. That's Fontana Candle Company, so F-O-N-T-A-N-A Candle Company, Dot com and use my code LIVEWELL for 15% off your order. I think you're going to love them as much as I do. And well, I just want to hit on a couple of the other practical things that I feel like I've really learned through this time is, you know, I love to plan. I love to plan in advance and dream about things and create, you know, elaborate schemes for how to get things done and create routines and all that kind of thing. But when I find myself here where it can be difficult to just get out of bed, I find that the more I can simplify, the better. So everything from meals, just making stuff that I know everybody will eat and I can make enough that we can have leftovers and I can like make it as easy on myself as possible Um, or doing takeout. I think even if you know, like you have the kind of life that lends itself to ending up having the rug ripped out from you every once in a while, like maybe stash some gift cards away for places. I think I need to do this, like have my survival mode like preparedness box (laughs) so it's like I know that okay we can get mod pizza or whatever when something like this happens and I don't have to like worry about it just like having that to fall back on Mm -hmm. I, I think that simplifying schedules and like like my daughter didn't go to ballet one night this week And normally I would be much more like, no, we got to go. We've committed to it. You should be there. But it was just like, you know what? You got to know when to call it too. And we're all burnt out and we just need to be together and have a break and be in our pajamas this evening. And that means no ballet. And that's okay. And is it, is it something we're going to practice? Is she going to miss every week? No, but it's okay to just be like, yeah, no, not tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think that just like my planning in general changes a lot when I get kind of in this survival mode space, you know, normally either like Thursday or Friday the week before, or definitely on the weekend, I'm mapping out the whole week, like what hour I'm taking on what tasks all throughout the week to make sure that all of the things are getting done. Yeah. And when I'm in this kind of a mode, it can, well, sometimes you don't even know what is going to happen from one day to the next or what things you're going to have to be dealing with. But like the small, the long range vision can almost make things a little bit more more overwhelming because there is so much unknown. And if I can just like focus on today or focus on the next hour or focus on the next thing, then that really helps me. So to go from using my Trello and all of that to just even if I, I don't have a paper planner, but I have a PDF version of uh, Passion Planner on my iPad right now that I'm just doing the daily page. I don't fill out every part of the daily page, but it's just like, okay, these are the general things that I like the bare minimum of what I need to get done today. And that's all I'm going to focus on. I'm not focusing on tomorrow. I'm not focusing on the end of the week. It's just what needs to get done today, practically. And I think that that is really helpful to just cut down on some of that, that feeling of like, but look at all of this stuff. Like, well, what can you do right now? Yeah. 
you know, I hear you saying a lot of like, you're offering yourself grace. Yeah. You're you're almost planning and preparing to offer yourself grace. And that's, I mean, that's just such an important thing for all of us when you're struggling or when something hard comes to lighten that load and just give yourself permission. Like you were saying, it's not every week. It's not, we're not going to miss ballet every week, but yeah, have the freedom or have a good friend who can give you that permission. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You are okay to not go. I'm telling you, if you need permission. Yeah. Yeah. Say, don't do it. Like it's good to, it's good to let that in. And if you have to the voice of that in your life, just to have the, the grace with yourself to be like, no, this is, we're not sliding into laziness by making this decision. This is for the emotional health of my family. We're going to, we're going to tuck in tight and yeah. Close the blinds and lock the doors. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I, I keep that question more on like the tip of my tongue during these kinds of t- thing or these kinds of times, what can I do right now that will make a difference? Yeah. And sometimes I don't, I don't even have a list for the day, you know, and that's like, that's very not, you know, part of the ordinary for my life. But if I just can ask that question, sometimes it's like, well, you can do the dishes or you can pay the bills or put out a load of laundry. Or sometimes it's, you can take a nap or you can call a friend, you know, like sometimes that is the thing that's going to make the biggest difference. Yep. in that moment yeah. and being able to like discern what that is, I think is really important. Mm-hmm. And the more you go through times when you have to survive it, well, the more practice you get at this, right. Yeah. And really you are an expert in this field. <laughs> and so these are, these are tips that like, I really want to, I just don't always, the hardest thing for me is to give myself that permission Yeah, because I always want to go deeper and examine like, well, why, why did this happen? What did I do to, you know, like I, I kind of get hard on myself and, Mm -hmm. and I don't always offer that grace because I need there to be a culprit. I need there to be a reason and I need to be able to pinpoint it and go hard, you know, like, and so it's, it's kind of hard to have something that really it's out of your control. It's Mm -hmm. not because there's, um, I'm harboring sin or I'm in rebellion. (laughs) This is just a situation that's unfair yeah, and hurting someone I love. And so, and it really shouldn't happen. Like it really, there's really no reason that it should have happened. Right. Right. And then, then you get to the place of like, is this spiritual battle? Is this, Hmm. you know, there's something going on much bigger than the story that I can see right now. And so then what's my response need to be? How do I, how do I go into battle? How do I mm-hmm. aim myself well for the battle? And it's not coming from a place of berating yourself and yeah. um, attacking as well. Like you've got to shore up your defenses and, and be ready. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've found that even like in my reactions to things and like dealing with things with my kids, because I think when things are heightened, people are stressed. They, they often become shorter with each other and you're more prone to arguments. And I think especially during this one, I've tried to like, remember like, okay, I'm the strong one. I'm the mama bear. I don't want this stress to be on my kids. I will take it. 
I, that's what I keep telling them. Like when they are getting frustrated or overwhelmed or scared or whatever, I'm like, you give it to me. You don't have to worry about it. You give it to me. I can take it. I can get through this stuff. I've done it. I've been through harder. Like it, you don't have to, I want you to have peace of mind as you fall asleep tonight. And even when like my girls were just like, they were starting to fight with each other and stuff. And I was like, whoa, 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 guys, like we, and where I think maybe even in times when things are a little less stressful, I'm more like, hey, knock it off. You know, like I think right now I was more like, hey, let's all just really focus on being nice to each other. (laughs) Like we have so many outside forces right now that are making life hard. Like our main priority in this space right now is that we are going to show each other so much more extraordinary kindness and understanding. And even my daughter, she, she really, she really made a big mistake and broke something pretty expensive the other day in her anger. And it's like something justifiably that I could be (laughs) very angry about But I thought, you know what, she, she knows I'm, I'm not going to be happy about that. Mm -hmm. But does it really help the situation for me to yell at her or really make her feel bad about it? Or like, no, it really doesn't. It's not going to make me feel any better to get after her really hard about it. And I think any other time I would, I would probably have had more of a short temper about it. But for some reason in this situation with the amount of stress that we're under, I've gone like so far the other direction of just like, okay, let me think about this for a second. Um, Yeah, that wasn't great that you broke that. And you are going to have to do a lot of extra chores to like pay to have that thing fixed. Yeah. But I understand why you did it. It's not right. And we don't want to do it again. And there are consequences, but you can leave here knowing I'm not angry with you. I see you. I see what you're going through and we're going to make it. We're going to be okay. We got to fix this. This wasn't great, but we're going to be okay. And to just see that like relief, like just spread over her was worth so much more than me really going after her about that thing, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah. I think it kind of plays on that whole, that grace Mm -hmm. issue, like for ourselves, but also for our kids when they're in these really high stress situations. Yeah. Well, and like, I feel like I'm sort of in the position of when my son is going through this very hard thing, like I cannot take it from him. I cannot fix it. I can Mm -hmm. come alongside him and I can feel it with him. But I mean, he's 18 and like, I want him to be a man and it's time for, you know, life is not fair. And yeah, living a godly life does not protect me. It doesn't protect my children. doesn't protect any of us from experiencing sorrow and suffering and loss and hardship. And that's a tough truth, but it is, it is a truth. And I Mm -hmm. don't want to shield him 
at this stage the way I would have five years ago. And that's such a hard transition in a mom's heart of allowing, allowing suffering to come because it does and it will and letting them process it here at home where I can love on him and pray for him and distract him or just um, inspire him or, you know, encourage him like those, those things I can do, but I can't take it. I can't take it from him. And that's, that hurts so badly to not be able to, uh, just to not be able to take it away and make it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, very painful. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies, we are in the sort of tail end of sickness season, but I feel like it's a time when we tend to be a little bit more susceptible to a lot of different things that are coming at us, virus and cold-wise and all of that kind of thing. And I like to be able to fortify my immune system with a little bit extra goodness during this time. And I also have been finding it's been really helpful for me to add a little bit more iron to my diet. And I have been doing that through some supplements from North American Herb and Spice. I have been taking their purely liver capsules, which are awesome because they are from grass-fed and finished beef liver from New Zealand cows, so I know I don't have to worry about any sort of additives or chemicals that are in these products. They are totally clean and good for me, and I'm just getting all the benefits of taking liver, which is actually incredibly good for you. It's packed with all kinds of vitamins like iron, vitamin A, B12, and more that I've found really are helping me to just kind of feel better overall. I've been feeling a little run down and these have been helping me to kind of turn that corner. And then I've also been taking their Purely C, which is a really interesting form of vitamin C because it comes from multiple different sources that are whole food sources, which I really like. So it's not anything that's synthetic. It is from food like Peruvian Amazon Camu Camu and wild Mediterranean Rus Coriaria, which are wild fruit complexes, which are just more bioavailable to your body. They're wild and raw and help you to be able to absorb and use them a lot easier than a lot of other forms of vitamin C, which is really what we want, right? We want the vitamins that we're taking to be the most impactful and effective that they can be. And that is what I am finding with North American Herb and Spice. So if you would like to try out any of their supplements, you can go to NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com and use my code LWA20 to get 20% off your order. Again, that is NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com. Use the code LWA20 to get 20% off your order. Which I think brings me sort of to like the next part of how you can weather these times as best as you can. You know, I feel like the the last couple of things that we were talking about with like the the support and the scheduling and the meal planning and all that, that's kind of like all the practical stuff of what you have to do to just like keep life going and mm-hmm. and getting through it but you know stress weighs on us so profoundly and it, it, like i know especially like when i walked through those very early days of escape like i had significant health problems for a good year mm-hmm. after i left and and those things i think continue to you know depending on the level of stress that we go under they they come and they go and there's definitely a few things that I have found of like working into your life that are really important, especially during these times. Like you, you can't ignore your health and your body. 
there's a certain amount of just like wanting comfort, you know, like I, I'm, I had a bagel today. <laughs> we could talk about the Galveston diet really and how that's clean. going, but yeah, like I ate a bagel and had Starbucks because sometimes that's just what you got to do. But I find that like during these times, do I let some things go? Yeah, I do. But there's certain supplements like I really make sure I'm still getting like my vitamin D and my vitamin C, like things that are going to boost and support my immune system, because I know this kind of thing makes me more susceptible to getting sick. And so just taking like those key supplements that I know make the biggest difference. Like I'm maybe not going to sit down with my whole little like supplement thing and get everything all like organized for the week and everything, but I can grab that bottle of vitamin C. I can, you know, take those drops of vitamin D and like, just make sure I stay on top of at least those things. Mm -hmm. And now you, I think you were going to mention like what vitamin D are you using now that you're really liking? I like the Mary Ruth's. It's a dropper. Okay. Yeah. And I'm doing the dropper from Athletic Greens because that came with my Athletic Greens and and it's just easy. Yeah. Yeah. So are those, are they mixed with K2? Yes. Yeah. It is. And um, I just added it to my smoothie, but. Oh, yeah. Because I think I I do the opposite. Like because I have the Galveston diet to hold on to, it's like something I can control. Mm, Yeah. I hold on tight, like, okay, then I'm going all, all in. <laughs> I yeah. really make good choices and because it feels like something I can control. So, I mean, I feel like we represent two extreme yeah. and, and neither one right nor wrong. Just, yeah. you know. Although I will say, so I have been tr- having some struggles with the fasting part of things. And that has been an issue, even like having some nausea in the mornings as I'm taking my kids to school when I haven't eaten. But <laughs> when I get really stressed, I stop eating. <laughs> yeah. So I did notice that today. Like, oh, look at that. My fasting is back. <laughs> <laughs> look at it, it's noon and I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> oh, shoot. But for opposite reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But- so I may have had a bagel, but I did fast. <laughs> Baby steps. Yep. Baby steps. You'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I think the other one that I find, and I don't know, I feel like it's maybe hitting me more in this past year. Maybe I'm getting old, but sleep yeah. is like such a huge one, huge one. And I've been really thinking about this lately. I don't know if I've mentioned it like specifically on the podcast in this way, but I feel like my sleep has gotten so like bougie divorce lady. (laughs) Like it's really a a whole process. Like I take my bath with my usually some sort of soak. So like Epsom salts or um, magnesium flakes or both, or one of like my fluid bath soaks or like I have all these different bath soaks. I do that, watch my reality TV while I'm in the bath. And then I make sure that I take my magnesium supplement, which I'm out of the one. So I've just been doing AlkaCalm. So I'm drinking my AlkaCalm every night. And then I usually put on magnesium lotion as well. So we're getting like all the magnesium that we can get. And then I have my bed, I have my weighted blanket, I have my satin pillowcase, I have my eye mask, I have my window cracked just the right amount so that it's the perfect temperature in my room. 
<laughs> and then I read until my eyes get droopy and then I put on my sleep meditation. Like it's a whole oh, so funny whole thing. And I sleep in the middle of the bed, which is starting to sag, which is a different issue. <laughs> but <laughs> But it's a whole, like, yeah, this is my process of just, like, taking care of myself. And you know what? It I, I, I sleep better now than I probably have my entire life. Because I've got all the people. Oh, I also put my little, like, rice heater thing that I yeah. got all of us for Christmas. I put that on because I usually sleep on my side. And I put that on my side. And I've heard because it kind of, like, weighs on your adrenal glands if you have it kind of draped over your back and it's supposed to give like pressured support that is like calming to your nervous system and then also (laughs) using the castor oil pack (laughs) so it's it's a whole thing you are loaded 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 yeah if I I ever do get married it's gonna be a problem (laughs) they're gonna be like what is why why is this a 12-step process yeah (laughs) what all is on you in this bed like no I'm sorry this weighted blanket is only for me it only fits me I do have those feelings it like Scott can just kind of dive into bed and I'm still double cleansing my face yeah yeah well I didn't even talk about the skincare part no you didn't you didn't and I know that's a whole thing but it's funny how easy it is for guys and he can fall asleep. Like he can fall asleep. He doesn't always stay asleep well, but he has, he doesn't have to read first. He doesn't have yeah. to like sweet talk his body into going to sleep. Just yeah. he's out. Yeah. Get your mind all mm-hmm. off of everything. But I, I find that the, the mind part of it definitely for me seems to be the one, two punch of reality TV and a fiction book. Yeah, you dumb yourself out. You yes. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Just yeah. really, yeah. All these other really healthful habits, and then you basically give your mind candy. <laughs> yes. Let me focus on these 20-somethings relationships. That'll do it. Exactly. Yep. Well, I would say along that line of, like, taking those moments to have that deep um, kind of connection with yourself and, and ease your, your body, take care of yourself, like from a mind and spiritual perspective, like in the heat of the moment, all I could do was recognize like, this is a spiritual battle and I'm going to go to bed. Like there was not much else I had to come fighting other than like acknowledgement and retreat for the moment. And then today, but this morning I woke up with more of a okay, this is a battle. Like, I'm not going to let this go. I'm not going to neglect the fact that I'm angry and hurt. And what do I do with it? And so I turned to Job and it was just so ministering because nothing that any of us are going through are quite like what Job went through. Yes. <laughs> there is no perspective. Yeah. And I was just struck with the fact that Satan attacked Job's children to get to Job Mm -hmm. and ultimately to God like that was the pathway and that was very encouraging to me that like there's nothing that I hold more dear in my life than my kids and that's exactly where we can get attacked and and it's so easy to veer it's so easy to be 
justifiably righteously mad but yeah you know that job did not sin that he all he took all of that on and he did not sin and ultimately his faith was rewarded and he was blessed at the end of his life yeah and um anyway i just found that to be really really encouraging to spend some time there and mm-hmm. um, the fact that Job refused to curse God after all of that happened, but instead worshiped and clung to yeah. God's character. And, um, I just, I just found that beautifully encouraging. And, um, and that took me to like second Timothy about guard that, which has been entrusted to me. It's one of my favorite, favorite, um, lines in scripture that has like such application of guarding feels like, you're participating in the battle you're doing yeah. something you're fighting and yeah. my kids have been entrusted to me and that was that was kind of where my heart was this morning so how do I guard that and that I want to be more concerned with their soul than with this thing than with yeah. this other thing that can become such a distraction so anyway those are some of the the ways that I fought back today that I just wanted to yeah. share that were really helpful in immediately um, getting my perspective right, getting my heart reoriented towards not sinning, but choosing to worship God and believe his character and believe that what's happening. One thing I love about Job is that you have that dialogue between God and Satan and Job never finds out what that is. Like never. He never sees that part mm-hmm. of the story. God doesn't even talk to him until chapter 38. Like he goes through so much having yeah. absolutely no clue what's going on. But the fact that there are things happening in that he- heavenly realm that we are so unaware of on this realm. Yeah. That was just, we don't know. We don't know what's going on, but we do know who God is and we know that we can hold on and trust him and trust him with our kids and trust him with whatever situation they're going through. Yeah. It could be tactical to get to us or to get via us to God. You know, it just, it was just really helpful to spend some time there and reorient and worship the Lord and kind of move that, move the needle forward and not get stuck in that place of like just anger that can lead to bitterness and, um, because I think my, my son would, he would notice that. And even though he's got such a good perspective and like, that's what I want to focus on is who he is through a really hard time. And, um, what an example that is to anyone watching or around Mm -hmm. him, um, because it's not the expected response. So that's where I want to put my time and energy and not in the fact that something unfair happened because that that's, that's a given. Yeah. Those things are going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I love what you're saying about that. And I think that it's really good along with getting that perspective to also learn how to be able to switch your focus and really like give your time to think about those hard things and, you know, delve into them and, and what, you can do or what you need to think about them, but, but then give that end point to like, okay, now I'm not, I'm purposefully not thinking about that right now. And, you know, and, and that can be done in a lot of different ways. Like, it's so good. Like you're saying to get that perspective and get in the word and, and do that. But then also just like throughout your daily life, because you can find yourself going, 
your mind wandering down those pathways when you're in the kitchen or when you're, you know, whatever. And I think that was something I learned, especially like in those couple of weeks heading up to the actual divorce trial a couple of years ago, that it was like, okay, I'm not going to make it. Like my brain is going to explode if I stay in this place of being worried about what is about to happen all the time. So I have to learn to compartmentalize this and focus on it and really think about it and dive into it when I need to and know that that's going to be really hard and it's going to, you know, you're going to feel it in your body and you're going to, you know, like it's a, it's a whole thing, but then you close the door on that and you, you think about other things. And if what, and it, you, a lot of times it requires like distraction. Cause if you just tell yourself, don't think about it, then you're going to think yeah. about it. But like, that's when I that started. What? To, yeah. <laughs> Wait, not that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. But that was when, when I started subscribing to the podcast on Patreon, because it's like, I need as much mindless content as possible. Like, purely entertain me so that I don't have to think about my real life. And because I have, I've set aside this time when I have to think about my real life, the rest of the time, I want to hear about what movies are popular right now, or, you know, like what, whatever, and learning to switch that focus. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's an important, like survival mechanism. It's not a place that you should stay all the time. But when you are in these like really intense situations and maybe you don't know what's going to happen or whatever, like having that ability to switch it off and switch it on and also really being a careful guard to what you're letting in. So, you know, on social media, on the news or whatever, like if you know you just really can't handle hard news right now, don't don't let that in. Don't. Maybe this isn't the time when you follow the person on Instagram whose baby is dying or, you know, like maybe this isn't the time that you focus on those like all of that negative. Not that people shouldn't like be there for those people. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying if you are in a place where you're crumbling, like put such a safeguard on Mm -hmm. what you're letting in and try to allow in more of the beautiful things and the joy-filled things. And I think that's another like really important piece of trying to combat these times is like, like it can be so hard, but really purposefully find the place to laugh and the place to find joy. And there, there is still good and fun even in the the hard things, there are ways to, you know, I mean, I think of Steel Magnolias when they are at the graveyard, you know, and what's her name? She grabs Shirley MacLaine. She's like, hit her, Malin. <laughs> hit her, it'll make you feel so much better. She just start. they all start laughing because it's just so ridiculous. And I remember like right after my brother died and it was Thanksgiving and we had the family together and we played this stupid game and my grandpa was coming up with the most off the wall answers, like not purposefully thinking that he was funny, but we were dying of laughter. (laughs) And it was like, we all just needed that break to be like, yeah, things are so hard, but it feels really good to laugh. 
Yeah. And there, there's truly something healing about that. There, I just love that you said that. I think that's so true to find, to find delight, to find those moments and enjoy them fully, even though your heart is breaking over here, or even though this is, this hasn't gone away. Like you're not robbing from the experience of the grief to have joy. And sometimes I think that gets convoluted. Like, Oh, I can't be happy. I can't laugh. Yeah. I can't yeah. Feel it. It's like dishonoring to the situation. If I yeah. do. Yeah. And that's yeah. just not how we're made. We can carry two emotions at once mm-hmm. and we should. Yeah, we, should. we absolutely should. And it's one of the things I love about our friendship is like, we can go back and forth on Marco Polo, where you're talking about this injustice that has happened to your kid. And I'm talking about this injustice that my family is facing and like, how hard this is. And then we'll be like, Oh, by the way, on our reality show, did you see like that ridiculous, stupid thing they did? That guy just said, bruh, 47 times in that one conversation. Can you even believe it? Like, And then we go back, like, it's just you, you have to, it, it all becomes too heavy. Yeah. If you don't allow yourself to have that. And one other caveat I would like to add to this, because I put like, okay, in, in your head, I I had all my like S words for when I was planning out this podcast. So it's like, have good self-talk. Don't be, that's such a powerful thing. And I can get caught in it. You know, I'm probably worse than anybody about like being down on myself, but like trying to be careful about the self-talk, switching your focus, you know, so you deal with it when you have to, and then you switch off being selective about what you're allowing in, but then also, you know, like sometimes a healthy amount of swearing is also really helpful. I wondered about your S words when you said that. The S word sometimes or some other things. You just, you know, if you like throw those around every once in a while, I think that was one of the most therapeutic things when my parents and I had to live together for those almost two years you're like we never knew we could swear this much but (laughs) some situations are really bring it out in you and you know sometimes it just makes you feel better and there's you know it is it is and there's a few things that give me more joy than one one of our very conservative friends will throw out a swear word for me that's a shocker yeah. And it, but it's also like, thank you. Like, it was that bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My sister and I were just talking about this, that the amount of people we know that kind of started swearing around 40 is really yeah. remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about 40? But it seems to bring it out. Earlier than that. <laughs> well, you've always been ahead of the curve. I have been. <laughs> I really have been. I graduated high school a year early. We're that just set me up for being ahead on things. So, so that should mean I'm like headed for retirement soon, right? Sure. <laughs> I get a break. Sure. Oh yeah, but I, you know, it it, it is the thing. It is a thing. I almost even swore in Patreon the other day. I was like. I know there's some of you who really wouldn't appreciate this right now, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and I will I will say this too. There was there was an injustice that happened with one of my kids a while ago now, but it's kind of been an ongoing thing to have to deal with and I told her, I said, you know, are we going to put up with that? Like, is that okay? 
And she was like, no. And I was like, hell no. Hell no, it wasn't. I said, I want you to say it. I want you to say it. And she was like, oh. I was like, you're not going to get in trouble. I want It is that bad that I want, this is the only time you can say this, but I want you to say it. So you know, like, no, this is not okay. We don't put up with this. And she said it and she giggled and she was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, that's right, girl. That's how serious this is. Hell no. She will never forget that. She will never forget that. <laughs> and neither will her sister because she was going, say it, say it, come on, say it. <laughs> no. We leave you with that. Don't sin in your <laughs> anger, but sometimes a little bit of swearing can go a long way. I don't know. So there's a lot worse things you could be doing. That's true. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think, you know, there's hopefully a lot more that you can take away from this episode than just that. But <laughs> we're going to come back next time with maybe some more fun things. And fun yeah. finds that can help you to just like brighten things up a little bit and and make life feel a little bit more lovely and happy in the midst of the hard. So yes. yes. That's what next week's episode will be about. All right. We'll see you then. Okay. All right, ladies, that is it for this week's episode. If you would like to find the show notes to get any of the links that we talked about on today's show, you can swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on, which I hope you've also subscribed to the show in. That is very helpful. And if you've left a rating and review on Spotify or iTunes, that is also helpful for getting the show out to other people and helping to support the show. So make sure that you are doing that if you haven't already. And you can also find the show notes over at kenziecoppa.com. You can just click on podcast there and find the show notes to all of our episodes. You can also find easy links to join the newsletter, the Patreon community, and all of those good things. Plus everywhere else you can find me on the web, Instagram, YouTube, all the good stuff is right there at mackenziecoppa.com. Katie and I will be back next week with part two of this episode where we're going to get into more of like the fun finds lately that we have come across that have just made life a little bit lighter and a little bit sweeter in the midst of, you know, when hard things are going on. So be sure to tune in next week for that episode. And until then, go be bold and gracious.